You're listening to the Awaken Podcast, brought to you by Father's House. Here's your host, Doyle Bradford. Hello, and thank you for joining me for today's Awaken Podcast. I look forward to coming to you through this venue once a week to share with you what I believe the Lord is saying and share things that would encourage you in your walk with the Lord and your purpose in life, to equip you for life. Uh, Let me take a moment and just wish you a happy new year. We're only a couple of weeks into the year 2023, and I just trust that it will be a blessed and prosperous time for you, that you would grow in all the things that the Lord has called you to and chosen you for in this new year. Uh, With the new year, one thing we normally see at the beginning of a year is what we know as New Year's resolutions. And so many people make New Year's resolutions. Some, I guess some of the most popular would be, you know, to lose weight, to exercise, to read the Bible more. We know from statistics that very few people actually complete those New Year's resolutions. One of the reasons I believe that they do not complete the resolution is that it is not actually a vision. It does not develop into a vision. So, you know, vision is critical to our lives. And I just want to talk to you at the beginning of the year about developing a vision for your life. Helen Keller, who was a famous American author, was both blind and deaf. And they asked Helen, what, what is worse than being blind? And she replied, to have sight with no vision. Think about it. To have sight with no vision is worse than actually being blind. She said the poorest person in the world is one with no vision. And I believe that's true. I believe that Many of the problems that people experience in their lives can be traced back to the fact that they do not understand their purpose and and they do not develop a vision for their lives. And unfortunately, even in the body of Christ, this is this is very true. Many people come to know the Lord, they accept Him as their Savior, they go to church, maybe pay their tithes or uh, the things that are expected of them. But but many people do not develop a vision for their lives. And you probably know this portion of Scripture, but uh, as the Word of God says in Proverbs 29, 18, where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keeps the law, happy is he. And so we find that people who have no vision perish. And I knew that scripture for years. And in our mind, when we hear perish, we tend to think, you know, they die physically. But as I began to look at the Hebrew for perish, I discovered that there were many other meanings of that word. And when we really unpack and uncover this word perish, we see the consequences of not having a vision. That's what I want to talk to you for a little bit about today. Uh, We may discuss some more about vision in in our next podcast, but I really want to talk about the consequences of not having a vision 
and this word perish. Uh, these are some things that I shared in my book, Journey to Destiny, uh, and they've just made a big impact on my life as I discovered what this word perish means. And also, you know, I've had feedback from other people who've read the book that it had a tremendous impact on them. But let's let's unpack a little bit uh, what this word perish actually means. First of all, again, where there's no vision, people perish. The first meaning of the word perish is unbridled, uncontrolled, unrestrained, out of control. So if we put that meaning into the verse, we find out that where there's no vision, people live an unbridled, uncontrolled, unrestrained life, a life that's out of control. A person without a vision will just do anything with no real thought of the consequences. One of the words I like is is ungoverned. A vision governs your life. It allows you to know when to say yes and when to say no to many things. If opportunity comes to you and, and, it, and it doesn't align with your vision, it's much easier to say no to that. But if you don't have a vision, you just kind of take risks and say yes to things that later may cause problems in your life. And, and in essence, it really comes from not having a vision. So I just want to encourage you to develop a vision for your life. Spend time before the Lord. Allow Him to download vision. Get a, get a, a plan for where you're going. Another statement that's often said is, if you aim at nothing, you are sure to hit. And so I think we have many people that are living unbridled, uncontrolled, unrestrained lives that are really aiming at nothing. And you were created before the Lord formed you in in your mother's womb. He had a plan and a purpose for you. So there is a destiny that should govern your life, a vision that you need to give you purpose and to allow you to be rooted and grounded and not be unbridled and uncontrolled. A second meaning of this word perish is naked. A person with no vision, where there is no vision, a person is naked, uncovered, unprotected, and left exposed. Wow. Um, Again, a vision for your life brings protection for you. And so when we don't have vision, we're uncovered, unprotected, and left exposed. And one thing that comes to my mind when I think about this is I've often heard people that end up in terrible, terrible situations, maybe in poor relationships, maybe even in prison or jail. And they often say, I never imagined I would ever be in this shape or in this position. And the reason is, I believe, they they did not have vision and they were left unprotected. So purpose and vision protect you from because it helps to govern your decisions. Uh, vision governs your relationships. So when, you know, I've always said when when the Lord wants to move you closer to your destiny, he puts a person in your life. But it's also true, I believe, that when the enemy wants to move you farther from your destiny, uh, he puts a person in your life. So 
relationships and governing choices between relationships are critical to you fulfilling God's will for your life. And so a vision governs relationships because if a person does not align with my vision, the answer is no, I do not need to have a relationship with them. And if if it aligns with my vision, I'm still going to bring it before the Lord. But the reality is, and many people have uh, allowed relationships in their lives that, that do not correspond with what God has called them to do because they have not developed a vision for their lives, and it has dire consequences later on. So when you have vision, if the activity does not align with that vision, then you you know to say no to that. And one of the big things I see here without a vision is if someone, even in the work arena, in the financial arena, if you're offered an opportunity maybe to move thousands of miles away and, and it looks just too good to resist because of the amount of money and you're focused on the money, the reality is that may or may not be in alignment with the vision that you need for your life. So if the activity doesn't align with the purpose and the vision of my life, I need to say no to that. A third meaning of this word perish is to be unready, unprepared. I believe many people miss opportunity because they were not prepared, and the reason they were not prepared is they did not have a definite vision for their lives that warranted them or or gave them the need to uh, be prepared. So many things that I did for years before being where I am now prepared me to walk in this day. And so once you have a vision, you... Uh, begin to prepare. It causes you to prepare for something that you see coming in your future. We never know, you know, what, how long that process is of walking out destiny or walking in our vision. But I do know that having a vision causes us to begin to do things that we need to do to be prepared when opportunity comes. I love the statement that opportunity comes to the prepared. And many times when opportunity comes, it came before someone had a vision and they did not do any preparation. And so they missed that moment. I don't want you to miss your moment. I want you to see what God has for you and have a clear vision so that when opportunity comes, you have already prepared for it. Uh, one of the things that that I think with a vision it becomes like an inner GPS. Um, it, it begins to navigate or govern your life. And so you very much need this year early on, say, Lord, give me a vision. Show me what you have for me. Let me know a clear, distinct, direct plan for what you have in store for me so that I can plan accordingly. A fourth meaning of this word perish means to be withdrawn unwilling to work, and unmotivated. That really speaks to many, many, many people in today's society. Withdrawn, unwilling to work, and unmotivated. And that all stems from not having a vision. 
a person without a vision will not usually engage in relationships as much. Because when you have a vision, first of all, we have to understand that we cannot complete a vision on our own. So we need the help of other people to walk out the vision that we have. And so it causes us to develop relationships that are needed. Uh, No man fulfills a vision on his own. We need the help of others to accomplish what the Lord has called us to do. But it also, the word means unwilling to work and unmotivated. Uh, A vision causes you to have a reason to get out of the bed of the morning. It causes you to be willing to pay the price that's needed for you to accomplish the vision. You know, I came from a sales background and and hiring and managing, and one of the things that we always advertised for when we were looking for new people was someone who was self-motivated. That was a key to someone who could excel in the arena of sales and marketing. But unfortunately, there are many people who are not self-motivated. They are unmotivated. And, you know, you may have approached or looked at many people and thought, I wonder why they don't have any more passion or determination or, or motivation in their lives, when in reality is they're unmotivated because they have no vision. They don't know where they're going And that makes it very difficult to be motivated. A vision motivates you to work, to pay a price, to understand what you're doing today that will impact the overall plan that God has for your life. So a vision causes you to be motivated. A fifth meaning is unteachable. A person with no vision is unteachable. I don't care what age you are, what facet of life you're in, what you feel your calling is, being teachable is necessary because there's always someone who knows things that I do not know. And at every level, every additional level, every time I take a step up, I'm going to find myself on the bottom, if you will. Each step up causes you to be in the circle where someone knows more than you do. And if we remain unteachable, it's going to have dire consequences. Well, if we are not teachable, we will never move out of the lack of knowledge that we have, the lack of understanding. So we have to be teachable. But a person without vision is usually not willing to listen to others. They're not necessarily teachable. But when you have a vision governing your life, you begin to recognize there are things that you need to know that you don't know. So it causes you to seek to acquire teaching and revelation that you need. Now, the sixth meaning of this word is the word unbraiding or unravel. To unravel means to disconnect. So you could say where there's no vision, a person's life begins to unravel, begins to come unglued might be a word that we use. A person becomes disconnected. They feel they're not able to fit with others. 
so they 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 begin to to be disconnected even the word to us as the church as we are the body of Christ and every joint uh, supplies and so we were made to be dependent upon one another and not disconnect from one another. We need to be connected to one another. So when we have a lack of vision, we begin to disconnect from people. Things unravel. Our life begins to unravel. And so there are many consequences to to not having vision. Now that we've talked about some things concerning parish and what parish means— I want to just throw out some things to you about vision. You need a vision for your life. First of all, we need to understand that vision is the ability to see the invisible. Ability to see what others cannot see. The Hebrew word for vision is the word chazon, C-H-A-Z-O-N. And so it's the ability to see something that does not yet exist. So where there's no vision people perish. Let's substitute this definition here. Where there's no ability to see something that does not yet exist, people begin to perish. So a visionary is a seer. A visionary sees something becoming reality as if it were already there. And this is one of my favorite stories that I've read, but October 1st, 1971, Five years after Walt Disney passed away, Disney World had its grand opening. During the dedication ceremony, someone turned to Mrs. Mrs. Walt Disney and said, Isn't it a shame that Walt didn't live to see this? Mrs. Disney replied, Oh, he did see. That's why it is here. That is an amazing statement. He had already seen it. See, the Lord wants to anoint your eyes to cause you to see what others cannot see and allow that to begin to motivate your life and motivate your decisions. The Greek word for vision is the word skopos. It means a mark on which to fix the eyes like the goal line toward which a runner looks. I mean, have you ever imagined the sporting events that we watch? What would be the purpose of the game if there wasn't an end zone in football or a goal line in a in a race? That's the same with us. We're created to run a race. Uh, and we see that in, in, in Paul's writings, that we're created to run a race. So it means a mark on which you fix your eyes. I'm praying for you this year that you get revelation from the Lord and there's a mark that you begin to fix your eyes on so that you know what the end goal is for you, what he created you for, what he placed in you before your mother's in your mother's womb. Vision is a clear and precise mental portrait of a preferable future imparted by God. I want you to hear that. See, vision is given to us by God. And I believe that is is when we're spending time in His presence. I encourage you to spend time in the presence of the Lord this year. Take the time to get before Him, to worship Him, and to ask Him, Lord, give me vision. It's a clear, precise mental portrait of 
of a preferable future that's imparted by God. And you know, one of the most important things about vision is vision enables you to persevere through great obstacles. I am convinced that the most important thing in accomplishing uh, any destiny, whether it's in business, in ministry, it's the ability and the grace to keep going and not quit. And vision is the thing that enables a person to persevere through great obstacles. The picture of the future keeps a person from quitting. And this is one thing that I have experienced throughout my life in being a, you know, someone who started a, a church from uh, nothing, just my family, and, and plenty of opportunity to quit over the years and, and thoughts of quitting. And I want to encourage you, when, when the Lord gives you a prophetic word, some of you that are listening to this, you will have received a prophetic word. And what has happened in your life so far has not necessarily lined up with your prophetic word. But you have to understand that persevering through the obstacles are the key to walking in that vision ultimately. The picture of the future keeps us from quitting. And we know this familiar portion of Scripture, Philippians 3.13 says this, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, one thing I do, one thing I do, priority, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. See, we here now see, I press toward the mark. That mark is vision. That's the vision. The mark is the vision that the Lord has has shown me. So I want to encourage you. Uh, there's some more I want to talk about on the next podcast about vision. I hope to talk about how purpose and vision work together in the next podcast. But I just want to stir you uh, today. I want to stir you that you would go and spend time before the Lord, that you would begin to ask Him for vision. Lord, show me vision. Give me vision for my life. I do not want to be perishing. So I just pray for you now. I declare over you now that you would receive vision from the Lord, that you would begin to know. I pray that the gifts of the Spirit would be stirred up on the inside of you. I pray that you would have the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ. I pray that the eyes of your understanding would be enlightened, that you might know the hope of your calling. I pray now that if you are living a life that is unbridled, uncontrolled, unrestrained, if you're living a life that's unprotected and and you're ex- exposed, if you're living a life where you're not preparing for your future, you're living a life where you're withdrawing from others, you're unwilling to work, and you're unmotivated and unteachable, if your life seems to be unraveling, I just pray right now that you would have an encounter, that you would hear the voice of the Lord, that vision would come. I pray for your eyes, that the eyes of your understanding would be enlightened right now. 
I thank you, Lord, for those listeners that you're going to give them a clear vision. I pray, Lord, that eye salve would be placed upon their eyes that they could see. I pray that scales would be removed from their eyes that they might truly see what you see. Show them, Lord, what you created in them and created them for before the foundation of the world. And I thank you, Lord, that he who began a God, I declare over you that he who began a good work in you shall see it to its completion. And I just speak blessing over you. Uh, please take the time to do a couple things for me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please take the time to share it share it through Facebook or social media or however you can contact people. If you believe it's a blessing and you receive from it, I want to ask you to share it with other people. I also want you to stay tuned uh, for the next podcast. I hope to talk a little bit more about vision and purpose, but it's an honor to come and speak with you each week. I'm praying that you would awaken to all that God has in your future. See you next week. Thank you for listening to the Awakened Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe. To stay up to date, like our Father's House Facebook page and follow us on Instagram at Father's House IC.